You know, you spend so much time sitting at a desk. Maybe you should think about standing at a desk. (laughs) That is so true. I am actually really excited about Uplift Desk. You get to choose so many things like the color of the desktop, the size of the desktop, and they have so many standing desks. I move around all day to get all the different things done between the podcast and real job, etc. So this Uplift Standing Desk, super excited about. And we should also point out if you've never used a standing desk, they move so you don't have to always stand. In fact, they recommend that you should spend about 45 minutes of every hour standing, 15 minutes sitting, because if you spend too much time, you'll strain your back. I also love the fact that they include free shipping. They have free a warranty, a 15-year warranty, not to mention accessories with your desk purchase. And don't worry, they don't wobble. It's completely stable. It's built to last, and you can tell with a 15-year warranty. If you want to look into yours, go to upliftdesk.com slash TCO. You're going to get 5% off your order. That's up L I F T desk.com slash TCO to get 5% off your entire order. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 307. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe, fighting to stay awake. (laughs) We are. (laughs) We both are. And you know what? It's not the kind of tired where you're happy. We're crabby. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to try to put that aside. 306 was almost our last episode because we almost got divorced (laughs) while we were show prepping for this episode. Listen, when you start pulling everything up and it's not going the way it's supposed to and (laughs) you guys live together and you do everything together, it can get a little crazy. But we were out late last night because we went to the Lizzo concert. Yeah. See, I've got my Lizzo. That's my hoodie. It says special. It says Lizzo on the back. Yeah. On the front, it just says special. God, I love Lizzo. That was a great show. Not only is it a great show, but what a great crowd. You know, it's always interesting to go to different concerts and see the different kinds of people that go to concerts. For sure. So I felt like the oldest person in the room. First of all, there was a lot of... Well, no, of, I was next to you. But, okay, the oldest <laughs> the oldest woman. It felt like there was a lot of twerking going on that I would not do. Um, yes. Especially during Lotto's set. And I'm a big fan of your twerking. <laughs> okay. Listen, I would never twerk in public. The thing is, is that I just don't feel comfortable doing it. I don't have any problem with anybody else doing it. It just made me feel like a million years old. Yeah. Like, that's all. But what, like, lovely, non-judgmental people in the audience. Like, everybody was just, like, doing their thing. Yeah. Like, nobody cared what anybody else was doing. I mean, normally, what could have turned into a fight when that that girl... Oh, man. The girl and the (laughs) lady in front of us. So, we were in seats where our seats ended and there was, like, handicap seating that was, like... Plexiglass. Like, above us. And so, our row ended against a wall. And so, people were accessing the row in front of us by walking through like the little tiny ledge that that created and this lady tries to get over the seat and i think between her lack of athleticism (laughs) and beer drinks uh (laughs) she like fell over the seats and literally kicked the lady in front of her in the head yeah and then was like stuck there because the way she was kind of accordioned and wedged in the seats 
And the lady in front of her turned around and I'm like, I mean, she literally kicked this lady in the head. And the girl that did the kicking, albeit accidentally, was apologetic. Very. And the lady actually graciously accepted the apology. And I'm like, I don't know that I would have been that magnanimous. I know if I got hit in the head, I wouldn't have been. If you got hit in the head, we would not have seen Lizzo last night. No, we or... would be well rested today, but have a very different story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Part of that's just because like I'm super sensitive well, about being that. hit right now. For so sure. like if that yeah. had happened, I would have lost my Yeah. And I wouldn't have even yelling at the person, but then if like my anger set off their anger, which right. is typically how that goes. Yeah. Then it wouldn't have ended well. But beside the point, it wasn't like that. It was just lovely. And everybody was just so kumbaya. It was just. Yeah, I was, was really so surprised at how that played out. Yeah. And the whole concert was like that. For the sure. whole concert was just enjoyable. It truly was a love fest. And it was amazing. Big, huge fan of Lizzo. If you ever get a chance to go, you absolutely should because it is fun. And it's fun, fun for all ages. I love the way she incorporated the crowd. Yeah. So that was great. Lotto might not have been entirely for all ages, depending on what your comfort level is with certain. There were a lot of Zoom butt shots, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it just isn't my thing. She used the P word a few times. A few? The whole song. I'm pretty sure it was the name. I don't know the name. I was telling Sydney about it today. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. But I love the song of like what it stood for at the same time. For sure. I just meant that there are some people that are like, like, when the kid's 12, 13, they're like, eh, they've heard it. It's fine. And there's some that are very like, no, no. We're going to wait a few years and either one's fine. I'm going to pretend like my children haven't heard these words. Yeah. (laughs) I I just really enjoyed seeing a lot of moms and daughters there. It was a very empowering kind of thing. It was cool. It was all kinds of different people there. It was neat. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we did. So the Patreon this week, the timeline episode is the year 20... 2020. 2020. Wait, so, no, that's no, not right. That was last week. That was last yeah, week. So this 20, is 2021. 2021. So if you want to hear us do a deep dive on the year 2021, you can go over to patreon.com slash the clip out and sign up for that and get access. And you'll get access to all the other ones, too. So you can start all the way back at 2012. You know what? It is 2020 this week. It oh. feels like forever ago. It's weird for us because we record a couple of them at a time. So it's <laughs> like we've already recorded them all. And it's hard to remember when they're coming out, especially yes. when we're sleep deprived. Yes. And so it really is 2020 this week. Ah. Not again. Tom, get your mask. Yes. Be ready. I will do that. (laughs) And also, don't forget that if you live in the San Jose area, well, this comes out on a Friday. If you listen on the day it comes out, we will be in your neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. We'd love to see you. Crystal knows where it's at. I just know it's at a place that has chicken fingers. It's downtown San Jose. It's called The Brit. And all the details are in the clip out event page on Facebook. It's also from 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. So... I know a lot of people are coming. I'm super excited to meet all of you guys. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. And I'm super excited for a chicken finger. (laughs) So that's very on brand for both of us. It is. So what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Well, let me flip back over to the list. Okay. So we talked about that. We talked about that. I'm just kidding. We're (laughs) going to talk about Peloton's newest changes they are making to the content library. Okay. They have a bunch of new things to chat about with the rental program and refurbished bikes, all that stuff. We got lots of news. We talked to Dr. Jen and get your kids some headphones for the Dr. (laughs) Jen episode and for what I'm about to say, like hit pause now if you don't want to hear this. And for those of you stuck around, the shoulds. And I love this topic so much. So please join us. Lots of instructor news, tons and tons of things. They're back. <laughs> Lots of things happening. Angela visits us. We're going to talk about tight hamstrings and how to deal with those. 
and when then, you don't want to rest. Exactly. We have a very sad past guest update yeah. to pass along, and we also have a celebrity one, and then lots of in case you missed it. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Maybe leave us a review. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. You can also find us on the aforementioned Patreon, patreon.com slash the clipout, where you can get bonus content like the timeline deep dives. You can also get ad free episodes. And when we get them early, you get them early. So a lot of times you're getting these episodes on Thursday afternoons. And you never know when you get a free gift, like all the Patreon members got a copy, a A printed copy copy of the timeline. And it's beautiful. Diana Nichols did all the design. She did a wonderful job. Amazing. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. Also, don't forget if you want to help the show and the easiest thing you can do, greatly appreciate it. Just share it in your Facebook feed, Instagram, whatever. The crystal posts the new episodes out. Just give it a share. So people know that we're out there. If you love Peloton, chances are the people you engage with on the interwebs also love Peloton and they might enjoy the show. YouTube.com slash the clip out where you can watch these shows. And then finally, we have a newsletter. We throw a lot of links at you, stuff like that. If you want to sign up for the newsletter, it's a great way to just keep on top of that stuff and not have to go digging through the Facebook page to find a story from four or five days ago. So there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton in the news. Let me begin by saying, calm down. I mean, Gotta it's... calm down. Okay, listen. What I am did I calm. say? I am calm. <laughs> you need to settle. You need to settle. So here's the deal. Today marks the first time that you will see a well-formatted deletion of content. <laughs> You're really trying to not say a purge. I am. I am trying to say that. This is what we've always called it. I know. It was always doom and gloom. Yeah. And here's a, the deal. We a talked grooming. To... We... A well... pruning, if you will. <laughs> And how many times have we talked about the fact that people get really upset when there's like large chunks taken out, but Peloton is constantly doing this. You just don't notice. Yeah. Chances are it doesn't affect you and it's not a class you care about. And so you don't even realize it. And that's their goal, what they're doing here. But here's the cool part. Yeah. That is their goal. But now what they're going to do is they're going to have a very systematic way of doing this. So when I say systematic, it's going to have like some parameters around it, like some structure around it. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. So. On Fridays are the day that you can expect that if classes are going to be deleted, it's going to be Friday. No, that does not mean every Friday classes will be deleted. So every Friday they completely delete the library. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, (laughs) That is definitely what I said. (laughs) But I think that this will help instead of like on a random day this happens. Right. You know, instead, we can all like spread the news. Oh, it's Friday. Of course, that's it's happening. Friday. They just did some house cleaning. Yeah. And it's also cool because they've clearly taken into account what people have been saying. So don't get rid of a ride or a class that we all really love. And so when we were able to talk to a Peloton representative, they said some things that really made a lot of sense to me. This is not an algorithm. There are things that they take into consideration, like maybe they do look at a date range and they're like, okay, let's get rid of things in this date range. But that's like the first focus. Like, let's look at these older classes in this time frame. And now that we have this group within this subset, are there classes people are still engaging with at a high degree of frequency? If so, we 
will set those off to the side and leave them untouched. Right. And one thing I want to let you all know, the Greatest Showman ride is okay. It's safe. Safe as a kitten. For now. For now. And we don't mean that as a threat. No. We mean that as if you fall out of love with that ride and people stop taking it, then later on they might change their minds. Yeah, I mean... It's they, like parachute pants. They definitely... There's no <laughs> hard rules with us, but there's a human element to it. So the point is they're going to be looking at it and taking multiple things into consideration, not just wiping things out across the board. Now, I want to say, like, if there is a reason to wipe things out across the board, Kanye, right. then they're going to do that. That doesn't preclude that from happening. But they're trying to like, we're just talking about the everyday maintenance. Yeah. They are never going to be able to keep every single class in the library. Why? Because it's a lot of it's storage. Lot of, space. They create so much content. I just hope somewhere someone is backing this up and keeping it somewhere offline for historical purposes. I hope so, too. Um, I know it's very easy when you create that content to not see its value or maybe its historical importance. There are so many TV shows and radio shows, movies that no longer exist because they didn't see the value in it. 90% of all films made before like 1929 don't exist. And like 60% of movies made between 29 and like 40 don't exist. So like, I hope that somewhere someone is keeping this stuff for the future. I hope so too. I don't know the answer to that. We did ask Peloton, but I don't have a response yet. I don't know that we'll get a response, but, but if we do, I will pass it along. But in the meantime, I definitely want to reiterate that, like, this is a team of people making these decisions. And since they're human, they might make a mistake. They might pull out a class that's in, I don't know, let's say a program. And if that happens and if they are able to put it back, they will. Right. So I want to make sure people know that as well. But the intention is not to, like, do mass deletions. The intention is to thoughtfully and carefully Keep the content library at a nice, steady pace and to slowly pull back out of the things that no one is currently interacting with. And don't forget, they want to keep the best of the content that is currently happening. Like new standards are always being introduced. So classes that were filmed in, I don't know, 2017, which are no longer there. But if they were, they would probably not fit the criteria and standards today. Peloton is always in the present tense. Mm -hmm. And so like there's going to be looks and things that just won't feel right as we progress through time. Yep. So, but like I said, hopefully they keep it because I think it's also fun sometimes maybe to see a really old thing. It is to me. Yeah. I love going back and seeing how the studio has changed and I love seeing how the camera angles have changed and right. the lighting has changed. It's fascinating. But I do get why you wouldn't always want to be able to compare those two. Like those, those older classes, though I love them, they do not look as slick as the ones today. But that also makes it kind of charming. Like when you, it does. when it's like a sitcom that's been on the air for like 10 seasons and you go back and watch season one and the set looks so different. Right? Exactly. Like it's kind of like that. So, but anyway, that's what you can expect moving forward. Don't. No panicking. Let everybody know this is a regular occurrence. It's going to keep happening. Nothing lasts forever. That's right. The next earnings call will be on May 4th. I would like to know what Star Wars jokes you have coming at us, Tom, because Um, I feel like there should be a pun or two. I don't know. Barry shot first. I'm too tired to make Star Wars jokes. Okay. Sorry. All right. Not on my game. I'll do my best, but... 
Well, I hope on the earnings call day you come at it oh, better man. than this because I will be disappointed. And it's next freaking week, so pull it together, man. I'm old. I might not be rested up by then, especially because I have to go watch someone run a marathon. Well, it's and not I a marathon. Know. It's just 21 miles. I don't know if you really take into account how tiring <laughs> that is for someone to watch someone run 21 miles. It's exhausting. Yeah, Tom, I'm really worried about you. Yeah, <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Especially when, I mean, I hate to keep playing this card. But you will. My wife was hit by a car not that long ago. <laughs> so not only am I getting over that, but I have to watch someone or sit in a hotel room while some, well, I know someone is out there doing that. Okay. Well, I will be on a closed course and there are only emergency vehicles. And I assure you that when they say stay close to the ocean side, I'm not getting anywhere near that yellow line. Like you've walked across how many streets with me at this point? Yeah. If there is a vehicle buzzing by, I'm not going to be anywhere near it. Like I will be as far away from it as I'm humanly for Dr. possible. Jen, because you will push her right into traffic to get away. <laughs> it's happened to me like four times. It is not. You are a liar. And actually, what she really has to worry about is that I will grab her and pull her to the ground to you save her, her as a human shield. I, in my head, I will be saving her from the oncoming car, even though it's actually nowhere near us because hey that's trauma response and i'm working through it (laughs) (laughs) so anyway earnings call may 4th yeah we will discuss that in full on next week's episode we sure will this is a fun story unless you're the subject of it yeah someone was scammed while trying to purchase a peloton treadmill off of the website offer up yeah which never even heard of never heard of. here's the thing if it sounds too good to be true it is And that's with anything that you're buying on the internet or anyone that you're buying on the internet. When I see ads, people are always like, oh, I have a tread for sale. Even in the Facebook groups, like if it's like, oh, send me the money, don't do that. That's not a good idea. That's not legit. And so in this case, that's what happened. We thought it would be good just to let people know this kind of stuff is still happening and you, you need to be careful. But this individual, he paid more than $1,200, so I'm assuming $1,239. $1,239, which is way too little for, for a Peloton a tread. treadmill. Yeah. Right? Even yeah. a used one like that. And this probably should have been red flag. But for people who've been part of the Peloton community, you know this is a red flag. But for people who aren't, and that's who's going to be buying equipment sometimes, they don't necessarily know this. This is another one to spread the message. And that is... This person was required to send the money and then the seller was going to ship it via UPS, a treadmill, a treadmill via UPS. I mean, that's twelve hundred dollars right there. in I shipping. Know, I know. <laughs> like I said, should have been a red flag and yeah. wasn't. But like if you're not familiar with how much it weighs, like this stuff right. seems so obvious to us because it's like a massive behemoth but of a machine. E- even if you don't know how much a Peloton treadmill weighs, you know, a treadmill is a big item. I'm going to go out on a limb and say there are a lot of people that just like they read what's in front of them and they believe that it is true. I am not one of those people. I am naturally skeptical. Yes. I will skeptic you up and down, even if I don't say it to your face. Oh, I remember when we started dating. Exactly. (laughs) We're going to leave that alone. (laughs) I remember a couple dates in, you were like, I did look you up on CaseNet, which (laughs) is the local thing to see if someone has any court cases that happened against them. But so did you. And I, that was my, that was going to be the next thing I said. I was like, oh, don't, like you felt bad. I was like, oh, please, I did the same thing. Yeah. I, I would which, do it for everybody. Which is why you got a green flag because 
lots of guys I dated, they got a red flag because I would say something and they'd be like, why'd you look me up? Why are you in my privacy? Dude, if you have something to hide, like you've been to jail or you've had some kind of like, what do they call that whenever you have somebody has a thing out on you and you're not allowed to be around them? Restraining order? Restraining order, yeah. Yeah, I want to know. And if you get weird about that, I'm not dating you. For sure. (laughs) That is a red flag. I only found one person when I was dating, like she had been married like five times. Red flag. And I was like, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> yeah, um, one, no problem. Yeah. Two, maybe. Probably. Depending but, on how far apart. Yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah. But I was like, five? Yeah. No. I'm scared. I'm like, and it was like. And are all of them, there was a divorce, none of them were dead? Well, Did, those don't end up on CaseNet unless yeah. you kill them. Yeah. There In you which go. case, I would think you wouldn't be out yet, but mm. you never know. You got to really look into that stuff, guys. You do. So, anyway, don't get a U- treadmill sheep shipped to you via UPS. Do not do that. That's not a real thing. It's not. Or at least it's not an affordable thing. <laughs> but you know what is affordable? What's that? The rental program in Canada. It now I, exists. I love this. Yeah. Peloton Bike and Bike Plus, you can now rent for $129 or Bike Plus $169 Canadian dollars per month. Now, here's... I believe they're called loonies. <laughs> For real. I know. And I only know that. Because of how I met your mother. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But I want to point out that I didn't check to see if it's the same in Canada. I assumed it was the same in Canada. This is for new people only. Like this is not something like you can only rent a bike if you don't currently have a subscription. You can't rent one for your summer home. No. Not yet anyway. No. In Ottawa. Right. Correct. I don't know if they have summer homes in Ottawa. Do they? I don't even know if they have summer in Ottawa. I do they have summer in Canada? Okay. I suck at geography, <laughs> even in the U.S. So, like, you're going to put me in a whole nother country? I just know they have provinces and they yeah. look like time zones. That's really all I got. Right now, there's Canadian listeners screaming at their phones. Yes. Like, you, you don't idiot. know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You have that wrong, sir. <laughs> you were supposed to know about everything Peloton A to Z. <laughs> We really have been watching too much How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) We're almost done. We're We're, on season eight. Yes. Anyway, enjoy the rental program. If anybody listening takes advantage of it in Canada, I would love to hear how it's going for you. And for our American listeners, you can also now finance a refurbished bike. Fascinating. Why is that fascinating? It's fascinating because my brain immediately goes, are the terms the same? Is it different? Like, I just have questions. Gotcha. Spoiler alert, I don't have answers. I know. Okay. But anyway, if you're looking for a refurbished bike, there's so many entry points now in the Peloton. People that don't know anything about Peloton like to pretend like it's for rich, snooty people. And it's like, that's just so not true anymore. Yeah. And it's like, they still are working on the democratization of fitness, which I think is kind of fascinating given that like their whole thing is like just trying to focus on getting profitable right now. So right. I think that it's nice that they're able to kind of hit both, even if that's not their main goal by doing this. Their main goal is probably just revenue. But I think it's still cool because it is accomplishing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, if they want to get profitable, they need to cast that net wide. And there's only so many affluent people that you can procure and the real dollars are going to be made by making it as affordable as possible for as many people as possible. So it's great that they have all these different ways to access. Agreed. If you live in Australia, they're inviting people to a yoga flow on May 6th. Yeah. Let's see. What is the location? It is in Westfield Doncaster Styling Suit. Cool. 
Yeah. So you get to go in for a 30 minute yoga flow. And then that's going to be followed by a chance to connect over coffee and refreshments. I love when stores do stuff like this. I like seeing that it's happening in some of the other countries too. Really cool. Absolutely. Over at our website, theclipout.com, we have a review from Tina Freiling talking about the focus flow for runners and writers. Yes. And she really, really enjoyed it. It's like nice stretching of the muscles that you use either in a ride or a run. And she had a great time doing them. She talked about that there are lots of different lengths. There's 10, 20, 30, and you get static and active stretching, which is what you want. So that's fantastic. There are also these classes. If you are looking for them, you can, of course, use the search function that is in Peloton, but you can also go to the collection that is listed yoga for cross training. And they have several. It says like four writers at the top and it mm-hmm. says four runners. And I like that these are short and sweet. I have actually been using these this week as we ramp up to Big Sur. I figured it was a good time to make sure I'm all limber, ready to go. Yeah, you want to keep working out, but you want to exhaust yourself. Exactly. You need all your energy for Sunday. Yes. PC Magazine has a review of The Row, and they love it. Yeah, they got four out of five stars. Excellent. Yeah. What does that bottom line say? Or should we just hit the cons? What should we do there? The bottom line, the Peloton Row is the smartest and most luxurious rowing machine on the market with class-leading interactivity and unique form feedback features to keep you safe. Facts. No one has drowned on a row. Not one. Not one person. Mm -mm. So that's good. But yeah, I guess the overall article, though, does kind of lay out uh, not only pros and cons, but it compares it to some of the other machines on the market. So if you're trying to figure out which is best for you, because your mileage may vary or rowage, I don't know. (laughs) Meters? Your Mm -hmm. meters may vary. Knottage, right? They use knots. I don't know. You measure by meters. That's how far you go. But on the ocean, it's knots. That's how fast you go. That's how fast you go. Speed up to, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, it might be different for you. Go look at the PC Mag article (laughs) there. You happy now? Yes. Told you we were crabby. (laughs) There's an Instagram channel called Meet Cutes NYC, and this is the first I've heard of it, but it appears that they just stop what appear to be married couples on the street and ask them how they met, how long they've been together. Yeah. It's pretty adorable. Yeah. And they happen to stop and like you can tell by the video this is not set up they just grab them walking down the street but Hasao Kushi who was the former chief legal counsel yes and one of the founders yeah one of the founders and his wife Karen and I know for a fact they didn't know what this was because Karen was messaging me about this Uh, we were going back and forth because the comments were hilarious and she was saying that they had no idea what was happening yeah like Hasao was like what is why are you asking us all these questions and Karen was like I will tell you everything it's (laughs) it's super adorable I love things like this but also if you go to the comments from a Peloton user perspective, it's fun to read because people realize who he is yeah. and they react to that in the comments. So that is also really funny because the guy interviewing them has no clue, has no idea. I think it's funny <laughs> that people on the internet realize, I mean, it's just the whole crowdsourcing, right? That yeah. someone, if you throw it in front of enough people, because it's not like he was super front facing. Right. So, right. I mean, if it's John Foley, like a lot of people are going to recognize John Foley on site, but not necessarily his house. So I think it's fascinating that people figured that out. I do too. Also, I just love the Kushis, so wanted to feature them. <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> they are very nice. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Dr. Jen. She has good advice for everyone, and it starts with f- the shoulds. 
this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of Zoom 2 is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She was a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and sports psychology for USA Gymnastics. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. So happy to have you here today. Marla Charlie has a question. She is wanting to bike outside, but really enjoys the biking of inside, which is leaving her feeling very torn. Not sure what to do there. Do you have any thoughts on that? Does she say why she feels like she should bike outside when it's not what she loves? Well, I think my original question started with spring is here. So what are you struggling with? And I think that she's like, I feel like I should. I think this is a should. I think this is I should be outside, but I'm not. Okay. I'm going to say f- the shoulds. <laughs> okay. Next. Life is too short. So until next time, <laughs> work me If you think, it, look, it's one thing if you think it'll be really satisfying, if it will make you feel great, but it's hard for you to kind of get past your patterns and the kind of habits. But if you love biking inside and biking outside doesn't bring you so much joy that you're like, yay, spring is here. I can't wait to get on my bike and cycle outside. It. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there are other things you can torture yourself with. Absolutely. Not this one. Like, you're exercising, you like your bike, do it inside. And you know what? If you feel like you want a scenic route, do one of the scenic rides. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's I feel true. like I've built my life around this philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but why should I? It's so funny because I have such a different take on it. I like biking outside. I think what is the thing, though, is like it's so dangerous to bike outside. And since my accident, I know I was running, not biking. But like people get hurt on bikes all the time. And I'm just like, it's so much safer at home. It's just not worth it. I was it. just going to bring that up. I was going to say, like, I can't imagine you jumping on a bike outside after having been hit by a car. Not yet. I would be too nervous to ride outside. It'll be a while and it'll probably be at a park or some closed location. I was just going to say like some like enclosed, like cyclist special route or maybe like next time you come to L.A. on the Venice boardwalk. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) She just wants to see all the shirtless guys on roller skates. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, <laughs> sure isn't. That's healthy, Tom. Yeah. Oh, is that, that how it works? Way to get your appetite as long as you eat at home. <laughs> I love it. In that case, I guess I can stop clearing my browser. This yeah. Oh, like you ever hit it? Yeah. <laughs> like I really even do it. I know. <laughs> but if you did, there would be nothing wrong yeah. with that. Awesome. Well, I guess that's it. I Fuck guess the so. Should yeah. that's I, a new yeah, People sticker. do put a lot of these false, I don't know, paradigms on themselves of like, oh yeah, this is what the world expects. I always used to joke. It was my annual post on the first day of spring where I was like, it's so nice outside. I think I'm going to watch TV with the window open. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. So watch TV with the window open. That's Dr. Jen's advice. Yeah. Do your Peloton ride with the windows open. Yes. There you go. I like the metaphor. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for all that. Until next time, where can people find you? On all social media at Dr. Jen Man, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And I post my Peloton workouts on my Insta stories. And as I'm we so- now know, the occasional cat video. Yes. Yes, and the occasional cat video. Instructors in the news. 
Adrian Williams is taking a little break from Peloton for a bit. He is. Yeah. So he goes into this in great detail on his Instagram video, which is really nice of him to do. But in general, he's fine. It's an old injury that occurred and how he fixed it is really the problem. It turned into a bone spur. So his words of wisdom were go see a PT and get it fixed correctly. (laughs) Don't do what he did, but he's going to be just fine. He just got that corrected, removed, and now he just needs to finish healing up and he is totally okay. But send lots of well wishes his way. Lots of love. I know he'll appreciate it and he'll be back soon. And no, I don't know if he'll be back in time for the Tupac class. So we will see. Selena Samuela is back. So we got one taking a break, one coming. We do. But something to note is Selena is the last mom who was pregnant during this last year. And she took maternity leave after her child was born and she's coming back. So this weekend, Sunday is the first live run and Monday is the first live strength class. She was back earlier this week to film something fun and special So not sure what that means, but Mm. she is back in the office and giving all the other instructors lots of hugs. Well, this is pretty cool. Jess Sims is now a contributor to Good Morning America. Yeah, she posted this this morning on Instagram and everyone went nuts over this. One of our listeners submitted to TCO in the know and our tip line through the website and they had a picture of Good Morning America. But Here's the deal. She is now a contributor to the actual news. So she is going to be that is part of her job. She called it a new job. So I love the whole slash generation. You have all these different jobs that you have, but it's pretty cool. She's a busy, busy lady between her hosting and the new show she's on this year. And now she's a contributor to Good Morning America. She's just everywhere. It's also nice that Peloton recognizes the value of that and allows the instructors to go out and do things like that. Yes, it is. Ash Pryor was featured in People magazine. She sure was. And I love her whole message. Stop obsessing over the size of their beachwear this summer. I will never succeed in this, but I am happy (laughs) to hear it and I need to hear it on a regular basis. I love that. So it's smart and more people need to get over it. And it's also easier said than done. All of those things for sure. But I love Ash. I really do. And while we're talking about Ash, she was inducted into her high school hall of fame. What are the chances that like this just happened with Robin? Now, I know know it's the end of the school year, so they're probably doing a lot of this stuff. But I just think it's interesting. We've had all these instructors all these years and then boom, boom. Yeah. It's just fascinating. But congrats to Ash. It's really cool. And I love seeing it. She deserves it. She's amazing. And while we're speaking of people, the magazine. magazine. I mean, I guess technically we're always talking about people. That's true. Right. But you don't get a lot of ferrets using Peloton. (laughs) But uh, Emma Lovewell was also featured in People Magazine this week. We really are watching too much How I Met Your Mother because I just pictured Barney Stinson going, challenge accepted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Emma Lovewell tells the whole story of how she ended up with a Peloton job. And the headline is fun because it says how a $50 Craigslist job ad changed her life. So that's fun. I love hearing how instructors made it to Peloton. Absolutely. And speaking of Emma, there's still tickets left for her event at Town Hall, New York. Live, learn, love well with Emma Lovewell. Yeah, that's the one that's happening on May 1st. It's going to be moderated by Cody Rigsby. 
Also, one last note about Emma, select members, Peloton members, were invited via email. So if you don't have it, you didn't get it. Uh, don't but, forward it if you did. No. Well, they will anyway. Yeah. But you were invited to a private meet and greet with Emma at the studio on May 7th. So I'm sure we will be seeing that class happen live. So you'll get to watch all the people who were invited. Jocelyn Thompson Rule has a new book. Kind (laughs) of. Yeah. It actually came out in 2021. Yeah. And it just now hitting paperback. Yeah. But it's really cool. I mean, because like we've talked about before that like you have to hit certain milestones to be able to have your book turned into a paperback. Right. If it doesn't move in hardback, they don't need to put it in paperback. They just put the hardbacks on clearance. Exactly. So congratulations to Jocelyn Thompson Rule. Nike is celebrating boundless expression and Toon Day will be a part of that. Yeah, which basically just means they're doing a brand new campaign and she's going to be in it. I always find these kind of things fascinating. This has nothing to do with Tunde, but like they just go on and on with all these words that like mean nothing. Yeah. It's just buzzwords. Like it's just buzzword salad. But I think it's cool that she's doing the campaign and she's part of it. That's great for her. Yeah. And it's nothing against Nike. They all do this. They all do. (laughs) But like the collective embodies togetherness, strength and attitude. They represent competitive sport, fitness, movement and stuff. Like I can't even get my mind to work like that to try to write something like this. It's basically like we brought together a bunch of powerful women and we're going to take pictures of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They are all powerful women. I will give them that. For sure. Speaking of Tunde, she had a big tread announcement, kind of, sort of, but not really at all. She sure did. (laughs) Over on Instagram, she posted her snippet from a recent class where she was like, okay, I'm going to tell you about my newest announcement for the tread. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, not doing it. She's like, why? Why would you want to see me more? Why do you want me to work out more? (laughs) No, no. I thought it was hilarious. People can't get enough. I know. But her approach was top notch. Sam, yo. So I talk about my job sometimes and I talk about how I feel like I'm gaming the system, getting paid to do what I do. Yeah. Like I book rock concerts. I work in jeans and a hoodie. You do. Like I kind of come and go as I please. It's pretty sweet. But tip of the hat to Sam, yo, for gaming the system. He is massively one up me here he went to star wars celebration and he gets to be like well this is my job yeah because he's doing the star wars class that's going to be coming out here soon yeah and did you see that he actually pitched the star wars class did you see his no pitch? i did not see that yeah he posted his pitch over on instagram so if you go to samio's account but he wrote them an email and like pitched the whole thing to them so he pitched peloton or he pitched star wars he pitched star wars nice yeah well done well done indeed yeah love it <laughs> yeah i'm like didn't he do a back to the future ride yeah, he did. So this is uh, CMO, total nerd, yeah. like clearly. And I love it. I'm here for it. It's great. Ab- absolutely. This is a good kind of nerd. Like there's nerds that we used to like say negative things about right. back in the day. Now, nerd is a good thing because it just means that they like to have fun and play with toys, even as adults. Yes. And I love that. Keeps you young. Maddie Majacomo was on the Gents Talk podcast. You want to check that out? Yes. And he has snippets of it up on his Instagram if you want to get kind of gist of it, if you don't want to listen to the whole thing or you're not sure you want to commit to the whole thing. But he's talking about stuff like what it's like to become a man, who influenced him, things like that. It was interesting. And part of what I found interesting is because Maddie is such a dynamic person and how he can present himself. Like when he was a newscaster, a journalist, 
he was like super buttoned up and he could be very professional. Right. And then if he's doing like this fun thing, he can be like really like charismatic. But then on this particular podcast, like I swear to God, his voice got deeper and he was soulful. He's very he subdued. So I watched serious. a couple seconds of it, let it play while I was doing other things. And he's very subdued. And I don't mean that he's bored or disinterested. No. But like he's having a serious conversation and he's being serious about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Like he can do both. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's my whole point. So if you want to get to know Maddie in a different way than you see him on the tread, this is a great opportunity to do so. And if you just need more Peloton-based podcasts in your life, if we're not enough for you, you <laughs> greedy sons of <laughs> you can find Olivia Amato on the latest episode of Hurdle. Yep. Episode 248. And while we're talking about Olivia, her Puma collection, or if you prefer, Puma. <laughs> no, it's Puma. 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 If you're a Smothers Brothers fan. <laughs> My references are as topical as today's headlines. They really are. Uh, <laughs> Smothers Brothers, it, oh my word. <laughs> they're comedic geniuses. Comes out on May 20th. We had to wait a long time to find that out, guys. <laughs> you might say it took eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot explain that story. No. Ben and Leanne were hanging out with Cody. Yeah, so Cody went over to the UK studio, and uh -huh. while he was there, he stopped in to talk to Ben and Leanne, and Ben posted about it because he was kind of going back in time and talking about the fact that when they were first hired, Cody is the person that like brought in both of them and trained them, so they have kind of a special relationship with Cody. So well, this cool. post, though, makes it sound like Cody actually like the advanced man that Peloton sent to no, be like, he is. hey, he is. guys. He, Let me talk to you about Peloton. He absolutely is. So that is not the first time. Like, that's one of Cody's things that he does. Like, oh, he, is it? He I finds know. talent. I don't know if he's doing that today because I don't know that they're actively looking for people today. Sure. But back, like, whenever in 2021 and they hired 21 instructors, yeah, like, Cody went and found a ton of them. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. He has a lot to do, at least with the bike. I don't know about other stuff, but yeah. definitely with the bike, for sure. Because, yeah, it says that he, like, dropped into their classes and said he wanted to grab coffee and talk to them about an opportunity that was going to change their lives. <laughs> and I'm sure their first thought was like, MLM. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you? This wouldn't guy, you think that? Like, come like, on. I can't believe Cody Rigsby wants me to sell... Tupperware. Tupperware. They're not an MLM, so now somebody's probably going to yell at us about I that. I thought they were technically. Are they? Because the catalogs and you got to get people under you. I mean, it's a good product, but it's... I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Too but tired. I thought that was the business model like Avon, but I don't know anymore. But yeah, that would be my first thought. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, hard pass. While we're talking about instructors, I don't think I had this listed, but I just wanted to point out that Kira Michelle celebrated two years this week at Peloton. Oh, so congratulations well, to Kira. Congrats. And coming up after this, Angelo from MetPro is going to stop by. He's going to tell you how to deal with tight hamstrings, especially if you're the sort of person who's an overachiever and doesn't like to take rest days. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of a ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition questions. Hello. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me back. Well, we're really glad that you're here. A few weeks ago, we talked about... I guess it was last week's that went up, but by the time that people hear this, it'll be a few weeks ago. I'm making this too complicated. Yes. We talked about <laughs> why it was important to activate your glutes. And people had tons to say about that, like what classes they love for that. So that sparked a whole new conversation. I've got some new questions. 
one of my favorites on this is how to relieve chronically tight hamstrings when you don't like rest and recovery. That comes from Diana Volk. I love her little caveat. When you don't like rest and recovery. Who doesn't like to rest? <laughs> I know. Some of us like to work out every day, Tom. <laughs> right. So basically what's happening is you have some hypertonic muscle fibers in your lower body because they're not getting adequate rest. Diana, you have to take some rest. That doesn't mean you have to not exercise. What it means is you have to do some rotation so that way you're just breaking up the type of exercise you're doing in such a way. Now, I'm going to give you some stuff that'll help release the hamstrings and it'll help, but it's only going to help so far if a muscle group is being chronically overtrained. That's a battle long term. You won't win even with the right maintenance. So I feel like keep- as she's listening to this, she's running in place. Like she's just <laughs> she's never resting. Never resting. Yes. <laughs> Because obviously we're we're talking a community that loves Peloton, switch back and forth, do some running, do some biking. That goes a long way. And that is why almost all long distance runners also bike because for their training days, that's why a lot of people that are triathletes, this is how they train. They can only train that aggressively because they're breaking it up. In classic like Ironman type training, you have swim, bike, run. But even if you just split it up between like a bike run, it's impacting your body in a slightly different way. You won't get as much of the repetitive overuse syndrome. So with that, I digress. Diane, you want some stretches. You want some items to help chronically tight hamstrings. And did she say hip flexors or just hamstrings? Just hamstrings. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. Obviously, stretch your hamstrings. There's 101 ways to do that. I'm going to try and add some value by telling you something perhaps you don't already know. Pelvic positioning, especially so if you notice one side gets tighter than another, likely you have some postural deviation in your pelvis. You could be anterior, you could be posterior. The big problems is if you have rotation. In other words, one hip is hiked and the other is not. That, the human body, because we're bilateral creatures, we walk left, right, left, right. We don't tolerate. That always leads to injury if unchecked. You know what else having one hip higher than the other leads to? Oh, boy. Sassiness. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. We'll call that the sass deviation. Yes. That's quantifiable. Sass. It was really the pose that you did that really sold it, Tom. I hope everyone listening can picture Tom with that hip height and sass. So, so before I interrupted. Before you interrupted with that great commentary, we tolerate anterior posterior deviation. Not well. But it's part of the aging process. When you see a a little old man walking down the street hunched forward, it's not a good thing, but that is part of the aging process. And we can tolerate when it's right, left, it always results in injury. And some of the first things you'll notice is you'll get a hip flexor or a hamstring that's just nagging at you. So there's a few things that you can do for this, but without getting too technical, this is where a picture is worth a thousand words. So I'll give you a couple movements that almost anyone can apply. A basic wall sit 
the beauty of a wall sit, the old gym class, take a wall sit. Luke is great because if you can hold a wall sit, it crushes pelvic rotation if you do them regularly. Against a wall, your hips can't be in that rotated position. Now, if you're not in a position to tolerate a wall sit, or perhaps there'd be some danger in coming up, or if you're active, you have an acute injury, you can do essentially a wall sit lying on your back, just inverted. So instead of doing a wall sit with your feet on the ground, your back against the wall, put your back on the ground, knees at a 90 degree angle, feet on the wall, and just apply gentle pressure through your heels to flatten that low back and hold for 60 seconds, maybe a couple minutes to get a similar effect to that wall sit. And if you add that in a few times a week, over time, it can help mitigate some of that pelvic rotation. So you do that in with what you've already likely heard, Diane, which is consistency with stretching the hamstrings, foam rolling, even a bigger fan for hamstrings, what the foam rolling, because it's something you can do a little more frequently without overstretching those hamstrings. Those would be the three things I would do. I would add in wall sits and or active back position on the floor. I would foam roll and then, of course, consistent schedule of post-exercise passive hamstring stretching. Doing that a few times a week should help relieve the issue. Rotate your exercise so you don't get an overuse injury, Diane. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of that. Until next time, where can people find you? Metpro.co slash TCO. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for having me again. Peloton Artist Collaboration. The latest artist series will feature Tupac. It's the closest you're ever going to get to a West Coast studio. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, people have been asking for this one for years, so I'm glad it's finally happening, and there's a lot of classes with this one, so enjoy, There should be. There's lots of... Lots of content to cover. Lots of content to go through with an artist like Tupac, so you don't want to just do, like, bike run done. Yeah. Like, there's so much with him, so... True legend right there. Yeah. Checking out the competition. A while back, we told you about a lawsuit involving Tonal and one of their suppliers, Han High Precision Industry. Mm -hmm. And I guess that they were saying that they hadn't been paid and that was problematic. Well, that lawsuit is over. Presumably, they've been paid. All settled. Yes. In fact, it's just completely dismissed and both sides agreed to dismiss. So it's not even a settlement. It was just a flat out dismissal. Yeah. So everybody's good. Yeah. Congrats to everyone involved. Yes. It's so nice to find a lawsuit with a happy ending. It is. And we talked about we felt like Tonal was in a good place and headed in the right direction. And I think this is another indicator of that. So enjoy. And if you have a Tonal or you're interested in Tonal, the Superset, our Tonal podcast, it's like the clip out, but for Tonal, is back. So on that note, if you decide to buy a Tonal, you can get $100 off by using coupon code the clip out. Yes. So there's a little something for you. Past guest update. So we've got two past guest updates. One fun, one not so fun. We will start with the sad one. Yeah, you guys might remember Kristen Fleshner. She was a lovely guest that we had on. She ran the page called Zoe the Seeing Eye Dog. She was blind and she was so instrumental in educating people about 
all the things that need to happen for a blind person to be able to use Peloton or any equipment. And she was constantly advocating. She also had a lot of health issues. She had gone blind because of complications with other things like diabetes. And she was just a lovely, lovely lady. And she passed away this week and way too young, quite a fighter. She had multiple organ transplants that had occurred. And she also has the distinction of, as far as I know, being the only person that ever went to the Peloton studio with her seeing eye dog to take a class. So a lovely guest and we will miss her greatly. And I'm just very sorry. Yeah. And if you want to check out that episode, I believe it was 101. I think you're right. If you want to go back through the archives and listen to her and her story. On a much, much lighter note. Much. CJ Albertson took his first post-Boston Marathon tread class. And he took it with Bex Gentry. He did. And I don't know if anybody at home is watching carefully. Yeah. You have to look at the YouTube screen. But... In his little description, he says, treadmill shut off, and then he is attempting to point upwards. But you see, C.J. Albertson did not realize that one of the little finger emojis is a middle finger. It's a middle finger, not a pointy (laughs) finger. So he inadvertently (laughs) flipped everybody off. And I know it was inadvertent because he did another post right after this that was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, apparently this is the middle finger and not the point up emoji. Literally didn't know there even was a middle finger emoji. (laughs) That's a loud question mark. So So, old age sneaks up on you, CJ, and this is how it happens. Just the kids and the emojis and all the things. And next thing you know, you're wearing pants up to your navel, except those are in style. So maybe you're wearing low rise. I don't even know. Socks with sandals. But since it was his first day back and he took his class with Bex, he said that Bex is the one that broke his treadmill. (laughs) (laughs) He got it working. It's okay. (laughs) Peloton Celebrity Sightings. And speaking of Bex Gentry, I know it's a celebrity sweeper, but Ashton Kutcher gave her a very nice mention on the interwebs. He did. He took a class with her right after she came back from maternity leave, and he welcomed her back to work in a very nice way. That's really cool. In case you missed it. Ben Aldis has a new program for you, Total Body 20. It's all all strength, 20 minutes, get in, get out. I love it. And he's doing these. They've been released, and he is super excited about it. So take the program. Let him know what you think of it. Earth Day celebration classes are on the app for those who want to celebrate Earth Day. Yeah, they had a walk and they also had a meditation in English. They also had two Spanish classes and I can't remember the descriptions of those, but very cool that they were celebrating those. One person did complain with just a minor thing. Like, how do they decide what gets a badge? Like people didn't get badges for these. So I don't know if that was a mistake or like a glitch or what, but some people did not get badges for those. So curious to see if that gets rectified. The Milestone Collection is back in stock, so if you have a milestone you want to commemorate with merchandise, you are in luck. Yeah, let me make a suggestion. You should buy a head. (laughs) You should get your milestone you plan on reaching now. These have been out for a little bit, and as far as I know, you've got 500s and 1000s, and that's all there's in there. Give that item to someone you trust for them to hold. Until you reach your milestone. Until you reach it. Yep, that's a good idea. That's a... It's an accountability buddy. I love it. 
They're supposed to have 100s, but as somebody that looked for it couldn't find it. I have no idea if they were already out of stock of that one again. Just buy a 1,000 and scratch the last zero off. Can't do that, Tom. Why not? Mm-hmm. No. What's going to happen? Because the people who stock these are stocking 1,000 for the people who hit 1,000. And if you take 1,000 away from them, then now a person who reached 1,000 is not going to get it, Tom. Just buy 100 and add a zero to it. Ugh. Here's what this we'll do. This is chaos. Here's what we'll do. The people that hit 100, buy 1,000 shirts, scrape off that zero, and then mail it to the people that just hit 1,000 yeah. so they can buy a 100 shirt and add a zero back on. Quite the problem solver. I am a problem solver. Mm-hmm. You are welcome. Speaking of back in stock, <laughs> the Saturday 60 stuff is back in stock, but you can only buy it on Tuesdays. <laughs> and if you wear it on a Wednesday, it self-destructs. <laughs> That's true. I've heard that. Yeah. The Saturday scrapes itself off. <laughs> it does. And then, then it mails itself to... <laughs> oh, my word. On Monday, something or other. <laughs> so there are new lane break levels. There are Hip Hop 50 of Volume 1. It's a 20-minute level that has a bunch of artists from the Hip Hop Celebration, 50-year celebration. Right. So quite a diverse selection here. I see Digital Underground. I see uh, Trick Daddy. Sugar Hill Gang, like that's just right there. Very diverse. Also, there is the Discovery Dash Volume 3. This is a 15-minute level, and it features a bunch of stuff that you've never heard of. That's why you're discovering it. So you dash through it, and you discover things. I see what they did there. And speaking of DJ John Michael, which we were, even if you don't realize it, because he does all the remixes for Lane Break, he has a remix slash mashup out that is the latest Miley Cyrus song, Flowers, combined with Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. And I'll tell you what, doesn't sound like it should work, but damn does it work. As the kids say, that slaps. It was a banger. Yeah. I like Please that. don't. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you just got mad at me like the kids do when I say sus. <laughs> I was just trying to be hip and trendy. Doesn't look good on me. Yeah. We're too old to do that. I know. I tried. Peloton Birthdays. And we got two birthdays coming up for you this week on April 28th, the day this episode drops. It is John Foley's birthday. You might remember him. (laughs) Well, I do. Send him a happy birthday. He'll appreciate it. Yes. And also coming up on April 30th, it is Chelsea Jackson Roberts' birthday. So happy birthday to both of them. Yes. Happy birthday, Dr. Roberts. And coming up next, wrapping up Autism Awareness Month, a few weeks ago, we spoke to Trisha, and she had a daughter who has autism and loves to use Peloton in various modalities. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Kristen Minatoli, and she is that girl's teacher. So stick around. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Kristen Minatoli. Hey, Kristen, how's it going? Hi, how are you guys? <laughs> We're good. How's everything at the Peloton world in your house? Is everything smooth? It's going well. My husband is upstairs on the bike. I asked him to please use headphones so we didn't hear him. So hopefully we won't. But this is his time on the bike right now. So he's up there. I'm down here. Kids are upstairs on their devices. We shouldn't hear them either. Okay. So you've got some quiet time. Quiet time for mom. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's on a device. Yes. Yes, exactly. So how long ago did you originally get your Peloton? And like, what made you decide this was a good match for you? 
I got my bike the very first day of quarantine, like the day that the gyms closed, I ordered it. So I was lucky. I got it, I think the first week of April. Oh, wow. Wow. So, I so didn't you, have to you were like instantly like, this is going to be a show. Get me a bike. No, <laughs> no. I was like, I can't go to the gym for two weeks. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, and I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to try this out. Maybe I'll give it a try. And worst case scenario, I can sell it. Yeah. So I kind of went in thinking, I'm going to use this for two weeks to a month or not two weeks, but I just thought it was going to be like a short term thing. Right. Okay. And I had always taken spin classes before that. Like I've been spinning for like 20 years. So um, I knew that I was like a bike person. So I told my husband, I'm thinking about ordering it. And then five minutes later, I was like, I ordered it. It <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds like. This house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only with clothes. Yeah. So I am curious then, when you say you took spin classes for like 20 years, where were you going? Like there's a whole bunch of- I was of just going to like local gyms. I mean, pretty much everybody that I run into is like, are you that girl from spin class? I went to like every spin class at every gym throughout the years. Um, <laughs> I always like to work out like early in the morning. And when they were like changing time, when I got older and had, you know, different jobs and had my kids. I used to go at 6 a.m., but then 6 was too late. So then I started going somewhere else at 5. And then that was a little too early. And then I found somewhere that had a 5.30 class. So I was always like bouncing around from gym to gym, from class to class. And even now, people still like <laughs> that I run into like around town are always like, I feel like I took spin class with you. I'm like, yeah, you probably did. <laughs> She's like, does anybody I've have always been like a little bit of a spin junkie. She's like, does anyone have a spin class at 5.17 a.m.? <laughs> That, that's like actually the time that my alarm is set right now, Tom. <laughs> that's a little creepy. That's a little very specific. I, I, yeah. accident, I was accidentally It, it might creepy. be 5.18, but okay. 5.15 is too early. 5.20 is too late. So it's always like right in there. <laughs> oh, you are a planner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You got a yeah. project manager. Yeah. You two will get along just fine. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Was that the only exercise that you did? Like, were you just like, you're focused on spin, you love it, and that's your exercise of choice? No, well, that's my exercise of choice. It's always been my favorite, but like I dabble in it all. I lift a little bit here and there. I've been getting into weight training more often lately. I've been doing the splits programs. I'm somewhat of a runner. I've done one half marathon, but I don't think I need to do that again. <laughs> I, I'll try anything once. <laughs> Got it. So, okay. Yeah. And you said your husband's using the bike right now. So he was on board with the purchase after it was purchased. Um, he was not on board with the purchase oh. until after about like a year in when he was like, okay, I guess I, guess I got to do something. We're still here. <laughs> so he doesn't like to admit that you're right. Uh-huh. That's what I'm yeah. hearing. <laughs> but now he is like fully committed. He bought the tread for me oh. the following Christmas. So now we have the bike and we have the tread. It was right after the plus was put on hold. So we have the newer tread, the smaller one, but better than no tread. It is. <laughs> Your it face is. says otherwise. I know. <laughs> she wants the tread plus. Like That's... she wants it. <laughs> I do. I do. One of my girlfriends has it. And when I saw it, I was like, that is a thing of beauty. It is. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, that was it the is face beautiful. when you get the wrong Christmas present. This is but, great. But she's trying to hold <laughs> it together. Is, this is great. <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. I love it. Yeah, you, you, you could read me. I guess. <laughs> Your face is about as uh, subtle as my face. Yes. <laughs> I was told Crystal, she, know, has a, like... she has a face that's very loud. It is so loud. <laughs> Same. I really have a hard time controlling my, my expression. Me too. But you know what? I love that about people because you always know where you stand with yeah. them. 
Like you get you get the side eye, you get the stank face, you know, you made him mad. But then we can talk that out. Like we're the kind of people that we can be like, what did I do? What? And then you tell me and then it's over. It's done. And then exactly. Then we're all good. Yeah. See, I like that. I prefer that. I think she's really leaving out a step in the process, which is we talk it out and then you're dead to me. (laughs) It depends. (laughs) Okay, Angelo. Yeah. Okay. So tell us what you do for a living. I'm a teacher. So I am a special ed teacher. I've been doing that for, I think this is my 15th or 16th year. It's, I took a lot of maternity leave, so I'm always not really sure what years to count and what not to count. Because <laughs> I took like a full school year off and then I took a half a school year off. So let's say 16. I think you can count those. You were still, yeah. nurt- you were nurturing a child. I, I was still, exactly. I was teaching somebody. That's exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm a special ed teacher in New Jersey. So this year I moved to a high school program, which is like totally different from what I've ever done before. So it was kind of nice because even though it wasn't like a full career change, it's like a completely different thing than what I've ever done. So I'm like re-energized and loving being in a new position because, you know, after you do the same thing for so many years, you kind of get to that point where you're like just on autopilot. So this year I've spiced it up a little bit. I'm with older kids with more severe disabilities, but It's challenging, but there's so much fun and it's just so much more rewarding than anything I've ever done. How do you decide to go into a career field like that? It just seems so challenging. It feels to me as someone who obviously has zero patience and it's questionable if I should even be around my own children. It's true. Uh, true. It seems daunting to go into that field. Well, when I first got the job when I was 23, 24, however old I was, I just wanted a job. So when it was a special ed position, I was like, okay, like I'll try it. I'll see what it is. It will get my foot in the door. And then I really liked it. And a lot of times I was with kids who had dyslexia or learning disability, nothing like what I'm doing now. Right. It wasn't as daunting. But last year, my supervisor came to me and she asked me to come down to her office for a meeting. And I was like, what is going on? It's either like, really good or <laughs> really bad. Yeah, like, like food no, or something. Yeah, right. And she had asked me if I wanted to work in this new program that they were starting next year. And she explained it to me like the kids are very, very limited. They're cognitively impaired, either have autism or Down syndrome. And it's more of like a life skills program. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. And she was like, well, we think you have a good personality match for it. I also think nobody else wanted to do it. But you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so I took some time and I thought about it. I went over to it's like a different like little building in the school because our high school and elementary school are right across the street from each other. So I went over to the little building to see what it was all about, because there was a program for the postgraduate students, because special ed students are able to be in public school until they're 21. Okay. So there was a program already for the 18 to 21 year old similar to the program they were going to be opening, which was for the high school age kids who were in the same kind of category. So I went over and I saw them and I like fell in love with the building, with the program, with the kids. Like it's so cool because part of it was a classroom. Part of it was almost like a house, like a kitchen with a laundry room, a bed, an ironing board, a vacuum, like all the things that you need because they're really teaching these students to be independent adults because they are young adults now. So it's more like life skills, community instruction, work-based instruction. So I was like, you know what? It's a change. It can be fun. So here I am. Wow. That seems number one, incredibly fulfilling and also like a little bit overwhelming just from the standpoint of like, how do you make a curriculum for that? It's not like cut and dry. It's like for this person, they might need this. And then over here, they might need this. 
Right. And that's what it is. I mean, at any given day, like you can walk in and there's one kid in the bathroom with a razor learning to be used to the sound of the electric razor. And then there's another kid learning how to do the laundry. And then there's someone else just on the computer having a book read to them. It's just all different things. I mean, I only have five students, so it is easy to differentiate it that way. And each student has a one-on-one job coach because the students do jobs around campus and in the community as well. And this is a public school program? It is. Wow, they're very lucky. Yeah, they have nothing like that in Missouri. Like nothing. It's so cool. That sounds really cool. Wow. I love that there's a place for them to learn and to figure out how to be independent because I just think as a parent... I mean, your worry, like your whole job as being a parent is to like get them to be self-sufficient. And whenever you have all these things kind of working against you as the child who has a disability of any kind, it's like that much more pressure on the parent to like get them all the way where they need to be. Well, especially when you know mathematically, like they're going to be around after you aren't here to help anymore. And then who's going to assist? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's uh, so. Yeah. We teach them all sorts of things. Cooking skills cleaning up, everything like that. I mean, I still do math and language arts with them in the morning, and then they do all of their life skills activities in the afternoon. But once they turn 18, then it's all work skills and life skills. Wow. That's interesting. Do they have to follow the same course study? And what I mean by that is like, there are things that every child in every state has to like complete before they graduate. Is that the same? With this population, they don't even take the state assessment. They do like an alternate assessment. So it's already determined that these are like the most challenged students. So they're not college bound. So being that they're not college bound, we don't have to be tied to that, like those certain courses, like they don't have to take an algebra. So they, I do follow standards, but they're different standards than the state standards, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, I understand through our conversation offline that like somehow Peloton got into your helping students. So tell us a little bit about that. (laughs) Okay. So I'm Peloton obsessed. As you know, I have my Peloton stickers on my computer. So I started this new job this year. And the first thing one of the girls in my class sees is my Peloton sticker. And she was like, oh, you do Peloton? I love Matt Wilford. (laughs) And I was like, okay, cool. Like, you're Perfect. my new I favorite student. <laughs> yeah. And some of my students don't really even speak. So oh, okay. It's really different. So like I have different levels of connection with each of them because I have like a few students who are very verbal and very vocal and they love to communicate. And then I have others who really don't. So it's funny because the ones who do speak, I'm so thankful for them because they kind of keep the conversation going. But also I'm like, you have to be quiet because they don't give up the other kids an opportunity And those other kids, their vocabulary is so limited that it's funny because it's like a balancing act in the classroom. But anyway, so this one student was very interested in telling me like about Peloton and about her mom and how her mom does all these races and these rides. Her mom's into power zone. So she loves watching her mom like ride to Matt Wilfer's. And I'm like, why aren't you riding? She's like, oh, I don't like that. You know, (laughs) Um, she's kind of like Tom. I was going to say, she sounds like me. I'm starting to connect a lot of dots. She's she's 16. So she's large, like big enough, like size wise to be on the bike. I know her mom's like been trying to get her on the bike. So every now and then we would like kind of coax her to take rides or she would go on the tread and do like a hike. And her mom would send me a picture of her doing like a hike, like a 10 minute or a 15 minute. So that's like really where she would max out. Because she's not really into working out so much. Sure. So I took in-studio ride a few months ago. 
And I told her, I was like, listen, I was like, Shay, I'm going to the studio tomorrow. And she was so excited. <laughs> so the way that it works out, actually, is you have to book your class at 12 on Thursdays. That is technically my lunch period. But she comes back from work because our 16-year-old students can go out to work. So all the other students are doing their on-campus job. She comes back from work and her job coach goes out to lunch. So she and I sit together and have lunch. And so it's like, I'm teaching, but we're just having lunch. So sometimes I'm like, hey, do you, do you want to help me book a class? <laughs> I have a new life we'll skill to teach you. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that's so, a pretty um, important skill. I'm not going to lie. No, she, just not, has a bank like stu- she just has a bank of students booking classes <laughs> for her. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? That would be one way to get in. But no. But, um... <laughs> So, you know, we're just eating lunch, having casual conversation. It's not like it's supposed to be like math time or anything. Sometimes I'll be like online trying to book a class. So I booked a class and I got in and her mom, like later on that day or an hour later, or whatever, texted me and was like, hey, did you get into a class? I was like, I did. I was like, Shay was sitting right here with me. And, you know, I got into a tune day class. Fast forward, you know, six weeks when I'm finally going to the studio, I told her the day before it was. Friday, I said, hey, like, I'm going to the studio. I'm doing a ride tomorrow. Maybe you can hop on the bike and watch me and you can give me a high five. And like before she even knows what time it is, she goes, I'm busy tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you don't even know what time it is. She's like, I have swimming in the morning. I was like, well, perfect, because my ride is at three. I'll pass all of the information to your mom and I expect to see you there. So her mom asked her to log on and she did. And it was the longest she's ever stayed on the bike. It was a 45-minute hit in hills class. Wow. So my 16-year-old student with autism, who is very headstrong and doesn't like to do anything that she doesn't want to do, was able to stay on the bike for 30 minutes. And she was so excited to see me because I got a spot like right next to Tune Day. She was high-fiving me the whole time. And it was really, really cool. And so her mom finished up the last 15 minutes for her just because after a half hour, she was really done. I bet. But it was a really cool thing. And then the message I got from her mom after was like, you know, made me cry, got got all emotional. She's like, truly is a, more than a bike that goes nowhere. This is so great for her. She's never been on the bike this long. So it made me feel like I did something for her. And it was just a cool little like bond that we had. That's, That's wonderful. Awesome. We actually talked to her mom, and my understanding is you also do some meditations in class with her as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's another thing that she never wants to do, but knows that she needs to do. <laughs> that's true of everybody, I yeah, think. That's... <laughs> so my, yeah. My students can always use some calm down strategies. We encourage her to do meditation sometimes on her way to work, so she doesn't get there all wound up because she's quite a talker and... She needs to take it down a few notches sometimes. So in the cab ride to work or on like a bus ride or anytime she's getting anxious, she'll put on like even like a five minute meditation. So that's been really good for her, too. I love that. Now, do you do any of your other students like do they have interest? Have you tried using it with any of the other students? I've used meditations in the past, not this year so much because everybody's in different places all the time in the afternoon. So like they all go out to their job. Really like the time that everybody's together is the time that is allotted for math and reading. So I do have to like stick to those subjects. So sometimes when I have time like here and there, I can do other things with other kids. When I taught fourth grade, I would sometimes do the fit family thing with Jess Sims. They used to hate that. They thought it was so hard. (laughs) I mean, it's Jess Sims. This this is 10 minutes. (laughs) Just Sims is not easy, though. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, she's not. But I mean, it was 10 minutes and it was geared toward kids. But I remember it was like a listening game and it was they had to do jumping jacks every time they heard something. And they were like gassed after the first like three minutes. Yeah. That's how you get a break. Yeah. yeah. I see what's going on. Well, and I I, I also feel like kids because Tom's son, Brian, I've like tried to get him to do things with me, especially when he was younger. Like he wanted to be active more than he does now. But when he would try to do things like we'd go for like a run together. They just go all out. It's like go as fast as you can. They don't know how to like pace themselves. And they're probably the same. No, they definitely don't. (laughs) So when you're like, it's a listening game, do this many jumping jacks, they're probably going as fast as they can. So yeah, they're going to get gassed. (laughs) Yeah, that is definitely a way to get everybody in the classroom to stop talking after putting on one of those. Everybody just kind of (laughs) sits. They're all like, I need a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a minute. So what sort of jobs do the students tend to have? On Mondays, there is actually a cafe that they run, and only two of my students are able to work at that now because they have to be 16 and older. Okay. But the older program, the CLI program, they all run that cafe. So that's on Mondays. It's open to the community just for two hours in the morning, I think, from 9 to 11. That's so and, cool. Um, yeah. So everybody has like a different job there. Sometimes when the weather gets nicer, we'll walk down there because we live in like a, well, I don't live there, but the town that I teach in is very walkable. So there's like a main street. And so we'll walk down to the cafe and support them and see our friends working. So they do that on Mondays. And then every day from 1130 to 1230, they do their in-school jobs. Like we have therapy dogs at our school district. So one student will walk the therapy dogs. Another student will do the district mail run and bring the mail from like the inter-office mail from building to building. That's so cool. We'll do like shredding or office work. Someone works in the cafeteria and like restocks the shelves of the snacks. So, yeah, there's all different little on-campus jobs that they have. This sounds like a very fancy public school district. It, it does. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it, but trust me, it's not. <laughs> you said that you have them do shredding. I was picturing them doing like 80s guitar. <laughs> no, that would be cool. We, we do our fair share of dancing, though. We always put on like those like just dance videos and everything. That's like a favorite for personal fitness time. That's great. So you don't pull yeah. out the Peloton dance cardio? I don't because it has to be like through the TV. I guess maybe I could do it on YouTube. It's also hard. Those classes are hard. I'm not coordinated enough to follow them well. So neither am I. And then I feel like if if it's Peloton, I have to participate. And then like, I don't want to be the one dancing, but I should (laughs) one day. They'd probably have a lot of fun with it. (laughs) So you said you've had the bike since 2020. Who do you think your favorite instructor is? Oh my gosh. I mean, I know you're going to ask this, but I have so many. (laughs) So I would say on the bike, I tend to do like Robin, Alex, Kendall, Tunde. Tunde's my girl. Same thing. Like on the tread, I do Robin, Jess Sims, Alex. (laughs) I actually, I was in studio last night. I did a Robin intervals run. So that was fun. Oh, in the studio? Yeah. Yeah, She lives close enough to be able to do that. (laughs) I do. So I booked it and I thought it was a ride. And then I was like, oh, this is a run. So I was not really planning on going. I was going to cancel it last minute, but I wanted to see what happened. Um, (laughs) My husband texted me on Thursday morning. was like, I got on the wait list for your run. So I was like, all right. So then I called my mom like, hey, if Jason gets into this run, can you watch the kids? So she said yes. And then I was like, all right, I'm going. (laughs) That's so great. He got in. So we both went last night. That was a lot of fun. You are so lucky to live that close and to be able to do that. And like I worked a full day. I took a class trip with the kids to the mall, taught them how to navigate a food course. And then he was like outside of work, and like I hopped in the car and we went. So wow, it was nice. yeah. Malls can and we were be home hard and to in bed by like nine. <laughs> you got home by nine. Yeah, you were probably exhausted. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I have this interview today. <laughs> it's been a very Peloton weekend. <laughs> it's like that every weekend at our house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you saw the 15% off sale in the apparel boutique. I did. Anything catch your eye you had to get? I didn't order anything yet. You know, I put a couple things in my cart. And then you know what happens? I do this all the time. I put the things in my cart and then I go to order it. And they're like, that's out of stock. That's out of stock. And then it like magically reappears a few days later at a higher price. Oh, that's (laughs) sad. That's very sad. It always happens to me. (laughs) Great. And one time I actually emailed them and I was like, the bra that I really wanted was out of stock. I was like, but now I see that it's back in stock and it's $12 more expensive, but I already placed my order. Can you add it to my order and honor the old price? And they were like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. I tried. Usually just... their customer service is so good. So they I are still want that bra. So maybe this time it was that one shoulder one. Oh, the purple one. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah. That is a cute bra. I yeah. just love the fact that, you know, instantly the item of clothing. I mean, oh, she's like, oh, the shoulder, the bra that touches your shoulders. Oh, that bra. No, she yes, said I know one exactly. shoulder. One shoulder. <laughs> she's like, oh, catalog number 319A? Yeah. No, I totally... <laughs> well, I did some shopping today, too. I have no doubt. And now I'm just going to get a lecture, thanks, Kristen, about how... <laughs> If I wait to order it, it'll just be more money. Like, did you hear that? So I'm I, saving you money, yeah, Tom. See? Yeah. Saving you money. Sometimes they increase the price. It's crazy. Yeah. This is really, it's these are like now. investments. They really are. Like, this is like your 401k. It would be crazy not to buy it. That You know? <laughs> see, Kristen gets it. She gets it. I know. It's funny, though, because I was like texting one of the girls that I work with. I was like, there's a 15 apparel sale. You have that class coming up. You might want to buy something. And then I'm thinking, we spend so much money, not only on our bikes, but then like to purchase the credits to buy the class to get into the classes and I always buy like two or three at a time in case like I can click fast enough and I'm like boom 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 and then see what happens because apparently I click on runs when I need to click on rides so I want to have a couple <laughs> yeah, classes you then. don't have time to think you just gotta buy <laughs> just go go and then it's like then you have to buy a new outfit I'm like they are really getting us here they are you're not wrong you're not wrong I know <laughs> and I'm like throwing my money at them so they're doing something right so what is your leaderboard name my leaderboarding is so boring. I should change it, but I'm just not going to. It's just my name. It's Kristen underscore Min. That's... So just very simple. Yeah. No, I don't think there's I get a lot of shout outs. So I, it's I, was a, work. I was just thinking you probably get shout outs because it's easy to say. Yeah, like, nobody, it is. They don't have to wonder if they're getting tricked into saying something dirty. Yeah. Like they... <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah, have 18 numbers. You're not yeah. just like a license plate. You've got real letters in there. So I think that's yeah, cool. It's easy. It works. I guess it's a little boring, but I'm not the most like exciting person in the world. So maybe it fits my personality. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say your why is to working out? I have three little kids, so it's just my me time. I like to start every day with a workout just to kind of have that hour to myself to kind of get grounded, get prepared for the day because you never know what's coming. So whether it's at home with my own kids, at school with my students, I just like to get in my own like positive headspace before the day starts. Love it. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. Before we let you go, just let everybody know where they can find you if you would like to be found. Okay. Yeah. You could definitely find me on the leaderboard. Like I said, it's Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N underscore Min. I have Instagram and all that. I have probably 25 followers, but my Instagram (laughs) is also Kristen Min, but I got a little bit more exciting there and I did K-R-I-S. And then 10, like the number 10. Oh, nice. Nice. (laughs) The numbers come out. Initially, my leaderboard name, too, but then I thought maybe it was confusing. So I spelled it out. I think for the teacher, I think that for them to be able to give you the shout out, I think that's smart. Like, I think you made the right call. 
Yeah, it works. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. We sure do. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun, guys. It is. Yeah, it's been a blast. Thank you again. (laughs) Thank you. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard. You can also find me at Big Sur this weekend. Look for me, Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. You can also find me at Big Sur. I will be standing there drinking a Coke Zero. (laughs) That's what I'll be doing. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And rowing.